and this is Pondering Puton with Ajishi Otaro and Hachimitsu Boy. I'm Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve. Hi, I'm Neve. This is a lighthearted and uproarious comedy that's dedicated to Eiji Nonaka's manga series, Kumari High School. And today we have our 782nd episode. Uh, I was hoping you were going to change the numbers so I could do the bit again. Not a chance. Uh, and on this most auspicious of episodes, uh, which again is our 782nd, uh, just, just do like a little, I feel like there, we should do a round of applause. So yeah. I'm just going to do a little one. I can't believe we made it to 782. Yeah. Um, coincidentally corresponding to the number of my favorite uh, Pokemon, uh, Jomo O, uh, mm. which if you don't know, if you don't know about it, uh, let me tell mm. you, <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty great. Can you, uh, can you hit me with that one again? Jangmo O. Jangmo O? Yeah. Like J A N G M O hyphen O. Uh, did I, uh, the first time you said it, it sounded to me like, uh, Jumo O. No. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You you must've had like a audio malfunction of some sort. I would never, (laughs) I would never mess up my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, just look at, look at this little guy. Uh, what's, what's not to like. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, it's a it's a particularly special episode for me, uh, but anyway, yeah. So on this on this great uh, episode, we are continuing our read through of Volume Two of Cromartie High School, uh, with Chapter Thirty Seven, which is entitled "The Two Are Idols." Uh, and yeah. since we're on the subject of Pokemon, uh, I do have to admit something. I have to mm-hmm. own a. Uh, I guess like something that's a little bit embarrassing. So Dragon Ball uh, is not your favorite Pokemon. No, no, I would never, uh, <laughs> I, I would never like lie about something like that. Um, I would never just say that my favorite Pokemon was a Pokemon that like, you know, that I had no affection for, or that I didn't even know existed before. Um, you know, 45 minutes ago. Yeah. So that's not it. Uh, but uh, it's even it's even more embarrassing. So on a prior episode of uh, Pondering Puton, I think this was a, like 500 something. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about, we were talking about playing the new Pokemon, um, Scarlet and Violet. We both have Violet. Yeah. And I don't know where you are on it right now. Not very far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, neither am I. Uh, and I was like, I was really excited about it when we were talking about it. Uh, and I was like saying how I feel like the incorporation of RPG elements, like the light RPG elements were done really well uh, on my like initial reaction. Mm-hmm. And that I felt like that element was going to be the thing that like finally 
over like help me overcome that like Pokemon burnout dread that I get every time I pick up a new Pokemon game. Yeah. Uh, I was really excited and you were kind of like gently trying to tell me why it doesn't really like that doesn't really work. Uh, or where you were like more pessimistic about it, I think. And you were right. Uh, well, I bring but I was that also again. just saying that like truly what you need for Pokemon is that you just need to have good, funny little guys who you. Enjoy. Yeah. And, I, but I go through this pattern where no matter how much I like try to control, I have to control myself because my brain always goes to like min maxing. Uh, yeah. I think you know this from from us doing tabletop games together. Yeah. Where I'm always just like, you know, that's just my tendency. And uh, so then whenever I'm playing Pokemon game, I'm always like going to go to Bulbapedia and be like, okay, does this Pokemon even, does it have like two evolutions? Does it get like a, a second evolution and then have like decent stats? Before I waste, like, in in my brain, this is yeah. all completely stupid because I'm not, like, playing you competitively. You just pick the guy you like. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not playing competitively. Like, stats don't matter. You can win with probably any team. Uh, this is all just, like, completely constructed, you know, obligations in, in my mind. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, well, you know, I shouldn't, like, put all this time in to train that this Pokemon and bond with it. If it's not like going to be, you know, if I'm not going to be able to fight with it at the elite four or, or whatever. Um, Cause it's stats aren't good or it doesn't turn into like, you know, one of the like upper percentile Pokemon. And so this time around playing violet, I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not even going to look at Bulbapedia. I know. I don't know any of these Pokemon. And I need to like maintain that if I allow myself to like look them up, then I'm going to kill it for myself. Yeah. Uh, I need, and it's like, it's even easier to train them. So like the whole thing was set up perfectly for me to just like allow myself to enjoy the game organically the way I know I need to. And, uh, I got pretty far. I probably like, 60 percent of like the way completing it uh and then it just like spiraled uh i just like started making small concessions to myself to the other part of my brain that like wants to look them up um because i started i kept catching all these pokemon and i was like well i really want to see what this one evolves into um but then it was too many to train and then I was like, well, I'll just look up and see what this one evolves into. Because, like, you know, if it's not going to be, like, cool, then I just won't bother. Um, and then I end up, like, looking up all my Pokemon. And then once I had done that, it just becomes about stats. Uh, or, you know, whatever. And then I'm like, well, should I just, like, you know figure out how to do Pokemon breeding so I can get like this one move on this, uh, <coughs> you know, 
whatever like oh yeah i'm gonna use this pokemon in my team but like what if i did the breeding and got it this move and then it would be really good uh and then i should just like start over and anyway i think it's less now that i'm saying all of this it's less about the game i think it's just a problem with me yeah uh (laughs) so but the embarrassing ambition is none of that probably very embarrassing uh like neurosis the embarrassing mission is that i burned out on pokemon again even after being like very publicly optimistic i wasn't going to yeah i mean i was excited to <clears throat> mostly because uh emily had kind of like basically every generation she got it and caught them all um including like that's you impressive. know, just rolling Pokedex uh, after a while where you, you have the, like, bank or whatever where you can pass them between. But, like, uh, Sun and Moon, I think she had, like, literally the full Pokedex. Um, yeah, including Jingmo O. Yeah. Um, and, but, like, she was just kind of burnt out in a way where, uh, like Sword and Shield, she played a little bit of, but just like didn't really get into in the same way. Um, some of this is that like just when she plays it that way, it's like a massive time sink, and we have a, a toddler yeah. now. Um, but I was like, well, okay, like you're not going to be fully occupying the Switch when it comes out. I will get the game. I'll play like while my friends are playing it. Um, and the same thing like always happens whenever I'm like, oh, I'll get a game because like my friends are going to be playing it. Um, even without a toddler, I, I feel like I play through games slower than a lot of people. Um, and with a toddler, that's just like extremely slow. And so I just have friends who are like, oh, yeah, like, you know, first or weekend or like second weekend. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen everything. I'm done. And I'm like, well, OK. <laughs> <laughs> I just I've um, got three Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and then also it was the thing where... Um, there's just some other stuff that my, my kid has enjoyed. Like there's some stuff that I can just play with my kid for, you know, like on the switch or whatever. Um, and so that's been fun. Um, and then now since I'm going to be on abnormal mapping for, for Chrono Cross, uh, I've been playing through that and my kid wants to like watch while I'm playing it. But with that, there's a, a limited amount of, you get to push the buttons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, hell Usually, no. <laughs> they, they really like the summons and they've like figured out what you need to do to do the summons. And so they will like be all excited and tell me to do the stuff. Um, and then we'll want to like push the button to like actually call the, like I will like have done everything, you know, planning it out. And they'll be like, okay, okay, here's the point. And then it's, you know, just like elements, select the summon, have it go. Um, yeah. and so, uh, they'll do that part and then be be excited, uh, which is nice. This is the most that I've like had a bunch of the. So in Chrono Cross, for people who don't know, um, the the way that the the combat system works is there's like all these different elements that are on a grid that are uh, different colors, and like when you use them, you can't use it again for that fight. Um, you can use it again like later, like next fight. Uh, but during that fight, like that, it has been used up. It's like grayed out. Um, and you like build up by doing physical attacks, like how, what level of the grid you can do. 
Um, and so once you get to like, like for the summon, you have to have the, it full. So in order to, to do summons, the best thing is to like build everybody up to like, at, especially the person who's going to do the actual summon, you want to have them like max grid. Um, and then everybody else, it's good to sort of build them up anyways, while you're like going around. Um, and then you have like the person who's going to do the summon cast like the lowest level in that color because you have to also have to fill the field all in color. So you'll have like the person who's going to do like say it's going to be the blue summon. You'll have the person who's going to do the blue summon do like uh cure or aqua ball, which are just like level one. And then you have like yet the other two ones uh, like characters do blue. And when it wraps back around, that character will have enough stamina that they can do like one attack to then build it back up and then cast the summon. Mm -hmm. Um, and somebody toddlers like figured out that that like routine. Um, but the thing is, they like always want me to do it. And so often I will humor them during like normal fights. Uh -huh. uh, and if you beat an enemy with a summon, then you get a special item drop that will be like shiny. And then it's like something related to that color. Uh, so if it was like black, it's shiny soot. Um, if it was blue, it's like shiny dew. Uh, that's just whatever. like the extra endorphin boost for your kid. Yeah. Well, and so that <laughs> that thing is like material you need to make the highest quality, like the best weapons for characters at the end of the game. Um, and often like that, like there's a period where people will just be like, oh, if you haven't been like using summons, um, you just need to go and you, I'm getting hiccups. Uh, you need to go and like, you know, defeat some enemies with the summons to, to get the material. Uh, but with this, since my kid's so excited, uh, basically as soon as there's been summons, we've been like doing this. So I just, I have like so many, cause the first, uh, color summon you get is blue. I just have so much shiny do now. Um, in a way where just like, and I can't even like make the rainbow weapons yet and like rainbow armor yet. Um, which is, that's where you need all of the, the shiny material. So, um, Yeah. <laughs> once it comes time i'm just gonna be like I, I still don't have uh two of the the summons as colors but i'm like getting to the port where i can just like trap all of the base level ones and um defeating enemies that like the bosses that give you the the higher level summons and stuff so um it'll be a, only a matter of time but i do have to like tell my kid during boss fights like especially right now i'm in like a a section with difficult bosses of being like we can't just have the strategy be try to pull off the summons because it's like you you want everybody to be healed up when you're doing this because you're sort of like quickly burning through everyone's stamina and uh magic child um, it's time for you to learn about tactics yeah um <laughs> and optimizing battle order and so it is a thing of like when you like have people built up, like you have their grids built up and everybody's like well and healed up, then sometimes it is advantageous to try and pull off a summon in the middle of a boss fight. But you can't just be like, let's just do all the summons and just like in the same way that when we get into like a base enemy, it's just like, yeah, this enemy's not going to like kill us. So we just like go into casting summon mode to win this fight. And then the summon's strong enough that it will usually wipe out all the enemies. So yeah um but yeah my kid has enjoyed watching that but has limited control over over what to do um, <laughs> of course you never relinquish control of of chrono cross well it's also chrono like I, I have to beat it and it's just like <laughs> there's a level of complaint like my kid doesn't know when like like we can see that there's text there but doesn't know when like a sentence is done so if they're like holding the controller and pushing the button 
It's like, kind of like the dialogue option or whatever. Yeah, and also like they're just gonna like sl- <laughs> it's either gonna be slow <laughs> because they're waiting for like a very clear pause of I'm done reading the the text in that box, or they will then be impatient about it, and so then they will start pushing the button when they think that the text is over, and then we like miss stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we tried this a few times and it was like, when it's dialogue, you just need to let me push the button. Uh, cause I have to read it to you. So, yeah. Um, it's good, good boundaries there. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's really heartwarming because, uh, I remember. So I don't know what, what, uh, definitely like older than your child is now. Um, but my, one of my really good friends, um, that we've I've known for like since first grade. Um, so this might've been like first, second grade. Yeah. Um, or maybe the, the timelines, like if someone is, uh, you know, doing the timelines while they're listening and this doesn't make sense, then go ahead and write in and correct me. Cause yeah, my childhood memories, uh, yeah, it can be unreliable. We, we uh, both have a uh, large gaps in our childhood memories. Yeah. But one thing that is not that is still there is uh, every single video game I've ever played. (laughs) Maybe not every like game for me. A lot of them. Yeah. Um, But so my friend had uh, like PS1 and uh, he would play like uh, Final Fantasy. He was a really big Final Fantasy fan, like uh, at like a very young age. And I was not like as good. I just wasn't familiar with that type of game. Um, yeah. Like we would play like N64, you know, GoldenEye and stuff, but I wasn't familiar with like RPGs. Um, and I guess he got them from his brother. So he like kind of learned how to play them. Uh, but he would be playing like Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy IX. Uh, and I would be like going out of my way. I enjoyed watching him play those so much that it would be like the predominant way I wanted to hang out. So I'd be like asking <laughs> yeah. him like, Hey, can you just like play Final Fantasy and let me watch you play? Uh, because the like uh, guardian forces uh, and then uh, it, Eidolons and nine GFs. Yeah. The gifts, uh, <laughs> which is what he called them then. And like, I've just continued calling them that. Even when, uh, when we were talking about Final Fantasy VIII, like the first time I met Autumn, uh, um, yeah. on the question bucket, I was calling them gifts cause that's like what he always called them. Uh, <laughs> but I was so like fucking into those summons. It was like my yeah. favorite thing to, to just like watch him do the summons. Uh, I was so into that and I actually have coincidentally uh i have like some drawings that i did when i was like that age in my uh in my office right now because yeah. uh we got them uh like last year when i visited my dad for the first time in a while he had a bunch of my old shit that he had kept and so we had like drawings that i had done from you know whatever grade first second third fourth whatever it was yeah uh and one of them is like bahamut and it's just this like comp- totally crude drawing of Bahamut, uh, and then in like the top right corner, it's just like damage nine 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 nine. 
yeah, it's really funny to look at. Uh, yeah. I'll have to take a picture of it and send it to you. Uh, like after this, because uh, it's too far away now for me to do it right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I fucking love summons as a child. Uh, so the fact that your child also loves summons is like really, uh, <laughs> it's really heartwarming to hear. Yeah. Um, um, I think Bahamut, clearly Bahamut was my favorite. Uh, I'm just thinking Final Fantasy VIII now. Um, yeah. But I also distinctly remember <laughs> um, Alexander, which is like the big, the walking fortress that's like uh, holy magic, like light magic. Uh, and when I was playing Final Fantasy VIII, you know, whatever, I guess it was last year, because um, like you, I'm also very slow at playing video games. So I played Final Fantasy VIII for like oh, two years, probably. Um, and I finally got like the Alexander summon. And then when I triggered it for the first time, so satisfying. Just seeing that shit after like, you know, however many years like a decade and a half um was like that was a great moment for me yeah uh but yeah once we uh in between recordings because um lest lest we forget that people might be listening to this uh we're recording two episodes tonight so it's a double a double header yeah uh, even though You'll have to wait a week for the next one. Uh, yeah. But just want you to know that it, it is, it's a double header. It's just for you. There's no difference for us. It's a double header. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'll make more sense when people get to next week. And uh, <clears throat> it's, it's just like, you know, the, the distance <laughs> of time has happened <laughs> yeah exactly uh before we get to that uh because so i i got a new phone people have heard me talk about the phone case on uh ornate stairwells already um so before we get to the our next episode of recording i should send you um the the one thing that people don't know from uh ornate stairwells is so after i got the phone um, I transferred the stuff over to my from my old phone to my new phone, and I forgot to do for the first time ever. And I got in with Line the the application, um, like basically as soon as it came to the U.S. So I've had it for over a decade. For the first time ever, I forgot to like run the the way that you have to do like a backup and then download uh, onto the new phone. Um, and so because I didn't do that, I lost just my all of my chat history. So like all of yesterday, I was just like heartbroken. Um, oh, honestly, I, I realized you were that upset. Uh, it's just like <laughs> how much of like, like there's just like conversations with people. I'm not even friends with anymore that are on there. They're uh, just like gone now and stuff. So yeah, um, you can't, like, you can't let yourself like sink into that. Yeah. I got it before. Like I had any, uh, friends in the U S who had it. I just had one friend, uh, friend in Japan who had it. Cause it was one, it was taking off in Japan. Um, and also she did, does like a lot of, uh, communist organizing, um, and line as like good encryption stuff. So it was also like a thing that she used because there's like decent encryption. So it felt more secure. Um, but, um, anyway, I'm going to send, uh, 
a, a picture that I took with my old phone of my new phone with the case that I just got today. Um, plus a, <clears throat> okay. and a different accessory that I've added on. Um, so here's the photo. And I'm sure you can guess at the theme. Um, yeah, I see the strawberries. Um, and then this isn't the two Nanas. Yeah. Represented uh, by, as like by... the cat and dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is a dog. I was like, is that a bear? No, it's not it's normally. Hachi. Yeah. yeah. Hachi, Hachiko the dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It was <laughs> famous dog. <laughs> uh, it's famous, famous for its loyalty. The famous dog that's referenced in the yeah in the Nana manga, uh, yeah. from which Hachi Nana gets her name. Um, yeah, yeah. We've got the we've got the well, Nana and war. also the the number joke. There's a right. there's a number pun in there too. Yeah, because Nana and Hachi seven eight um, seven eight nine. Yeah. Um, without the nine, you know. Yeah, there is um, like the one joke where the the guy at the um the first store that Hachi works at um that's like the furniture store uh when when Junko comes is like uh what's your name and there's like whatever nine was um <laughs> yeah it's like yeah Q. I think there's like different number systems so I forget what it was but um, um well yeah this is a great this is an awesome case. Yeah. Um, I was just momentarily confused because I thought it was a bear, and a bear is not normally in your like preferred animal iconography. Yeah. Um. So that that did throw me for a loop. Uh, that thing is an additional thing from the Yazawa Eye, um, like anniversary thing. Like, yeah, because it looks like a keychain. Yeah. Uh, it's like a ring thing, so you, you can like put your finger through it while you're ho- holding on the phone. Oh, the oh so it folds up. So the case is from the like exhibition. No, the whole case. so so the the little part that's on there that's like the ring and the Nana and Hachi that is from the exhibition, and then the other one is just a, a strawberry case that I found that I thought would be cute to go with it. Nice. So, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you've got a, your, your phone case is a lot cooler than mine, which is gray. <laughs> uh, yeah. It says a lot about the, the two of us, I think our phone yeah. cases. Um, so l- lest we forget, um, we do have a chapter of Puton. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, this chapter, well, I said it's a chapter of Puton. It's a chapter of Kumari High School, but it is a chapter of Puton because it's the first like full episode of Puton that we get. Yeah. Uh, coincidentally, episode seven eighty two of Puton in the world of Kuro High. Yeah. Uh, I was I was wondering if you had any moments from this this uh, chapter that stood out to you. <laughs> oh, sorry to sneeze. Um. I mean, my my favorite is, and this is also just what's fantastic in the the show version of this. I do think that this is one where, um, in particular, I I like the show a little bit more. Um, just like 
all of the like weird stuff that happens in the background and things, I feel like just works well with this, this segment. Mm. Um, but the, you know, Yamaguchi finally having this, like, I figured it out. Um, and then, uh, turning the page and it's like, you know, the thing that he figured out is people just like the, the stuffed animal costumes. Um, and then turning the page and, and now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show, talk time. So, uh, anything you feel like talking about today? Not really. And they've just like have taken off their costumes. Um, yeah, they're just like sweating profusely. Yeah. Uh, but the other, I think my other favorite part, and this will come back, uh, with next chapter cause we've read both of these back to back. Um, but it is when you get the shot of, uh, Yamaguchi watching the TV. Um, I think there's two of them in this chapter. Um, there's one of him hitting the TV and there's one of him looking away, like dejected. But uh, like, specifically the one that's like, it's like you see the TV and it's like far away and it's just like him sitting on the ground. Um, there's two in this chapter and both of them are, are very funny. Yeah. Uh, he's just looks so tiny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. The other one, he is like facing a, dr- a dresser drawers. Yeah. Looking away from so the TV because yeah. he can't stand it anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay. The, to me, the thing that amused me most about this, uh, chapter is so the act the like actors in Puton are wearing like full scale animal costumes, mm-hmm. including like the costume like covers their hands. Yeah. Uh, and the episode of Puton opens with him like throwing clay, uh-huh. uh, but he's using like the costume hand to yeah. throw clay. And then like one page later, he's using that same hand to like smoke a cigarette. Yeah. And then he's like, Binding sesame seeds. Yeah, yeah. And then the next time we see him, he's like using both that hand to like shuffle around the sesame seeds, like stir them up while he's grinding them. Uh, just great little details there. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, next time we'll be reading chapter 38 from volume 2. You can get the full schedule at xbar.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.io.
before she gets to saying goodbye. Sure thing twice, sure to do right by me. Gotta do right by me.